0: the worst thing about living with long nails is that every single time you do anything with your hands the initiative check or rather the dexterity check that you have to roll with your d20 becomes steeper and steeper the longer they get (laughs) and god forbid if you crack a nail like that is a 20 percent decrease to all of your stats hello everybody welcome to the hot podcast this is episode number 22 we are a video game podcast named after food and sometimes the food will happen trust me it will (laughs) i am joined today by the two most powerful wizards this side (laughs) of canada to my left the arbiter of the abyss the crusher of the canyons it's maggie
1: Hi. (laughs) It's nice to meet you before I crush your canyon. Wink.
0: To my right, the conjurer of catastrophe, the annihilator of the atoms. It's Ashley.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna destroy every single atom out there.
0: (laughs) Be careful. You hear that? Your name is Adam? Fuck you. Every single one. If you're an atom, fuck out. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) and with you always your humble host it's Trucy. wow (laughs)
1: the best wizard (laughs) it's me just Trucy.
0: yeah you know what i i don't give myself enough like wrestler intros yeah
1: i was gonna say it's like it's always like wow amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm the host I i have to be nice and i have to be nice and humble
1: what the fuck no, next listen, next time I want I want <laughs> right. and is Star of the Ring, center stage, it's your girl trigonometry. <laughs> I don't know, fucking something trigonometry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. The how most
1: about, powerful um, magics. <laughs> CoSan Time
0: <laughs> The Ravager of the Redolent Sun. The red mage. It's Trucy wow.
1: Amazing. Beautiful. That's good. Ten out of ten. I like wrestling, guys. Wow. I had no idea. I had no
0: clue. (laughs) I'm the wrestle girl on the podcast. Every podcast needs a dedicated WWE fan, and I'm the one. I recently started listening to opera. Oh!
1: Ooh! Cool! I watched the Magic Flute. Culture (laughs) Day. No. Uh, No, I watched the Magic (laughs) Flute today with my mom. Humble brag. And, um, holy shit, dude. Like,. That that fucking- that opera is wild. It's silly fun. But also it's sexist and severely outdated. But like there's literally a sequence where he gets this magical chime thing and he's like spitting it and he's just like, I don't know what the fuck this is meant to do. I've got no idea. And then the girl who's with him is like, we'll find out later. Cue to later, there are bad guys chasing them, like a whole fucking people around him. And he's like, I don't even know what I'll do. guess I'll play with the chimes. And they all start like doing this like Mary Poppins like and they're all dancing and then just dance off stage and I'm like what <laughs> what the fuck is this that's great it's really funny I was like I wasn't expecting it at all it.
0: that's interesting yeah. I I decided to watch an episode of my old childhood favorite Hong Kong drama show oh called Men Don't Cry and just about every piece of media that I have ever consumed as a child was horribly sexist in quite possibly every single way you could imagine it. Yeah, fair enough. Fun! Thanks, Hong Kong. Love you. <laughs> oh, boy. So how are y'all weeks?
2: <laughs> Actually, for the past two three weeks, I have binged the entirety of the Adventure Zone graduation. Oh, oh um... shit. So, it's fucking great.
0: <laughs> is it? So, I heard uh, yeah, the... I heard very mixed reviews about it.
2: Yeah, I am very much enjoying it. So, The Adventure Zone is a D&D podcast with the McElroy brothers, the three of them, and their dad. And it's fucking hilarious. So, Graduation is the first time Travis DMs, GMs, oh. whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it. Um, which is what I hear the controversy is about a lot of times. But I think he did fucking great. There, I think, you know, the it's his first long... Uh, GM session that I think it this campaign took like a year and a half or something so like it takes a while mm-hmm. but I think he did great there might have been some slow parts here and there but I think he fucking killed it mm-hmm. also it was very fun to see uh, Griffin play as a character because he hasn't really had that experience all that much for a long campaign mm-hmm. so it was kind of fun they kind of let him take the lead for a little bit here and there make some uh, decisions for the group um just let him have his fun. So yeah, overall, I I fucking loved it. But I would, I really love about the Adventure Zone is the fucking music. Mm-hmm. So Griffin creates all the music for the game. Like he composed it himself. What the fuck? And else? like he can match the style so well. So graduation is about uh a heroes and villains school for like wizardry or whatever. So like you're in the school, you're learning how to be a hero or a villain. Mm-hmm. and the opening theme for this song sounds it's like it's so academic like it sounds like you should be in school and it's got like little chimes like kind of bells kind of going off That's and you do it in a way where it's like the theme is playing and then you'll have like a slower part where travis can do a little introduction like, here's what happened last week like what are we gonna happen this week and i'll have that little pause and then like they'll say a line of like, gets you really into it, and then the music pops off again, and it's just, like, it gets you so into it, and it's so great. Ugh, I love it. And, like, there's a, there's a part where they're meeting this character that is fucking, like, insane energy, like, huge, like, almost godlike, but he's currently a friend, so, like, <laughs> you're on their side, but they, they're unknown, essentially, and the music over top is kind of, like, more light, but underneath it's very like ominous feeling and it's just like how do you get something that's like oh yeah this is fine but if you like think about it for a little bit it's like ooh, is this fine though like i don't know what this is gonna turn out to and obviously griffin doesn't know at the time because he composed his music before the story ended so like you don't know if this character is gonna backstab you or if it's actually gonna be good but like you got that ominous feeling of like what the fuck is this character gonna do and it's so great i love it
1: that's really fucking cool I love when people uh, add, like, soundtracks and stuff to any media. I feel like that's, like, that is the best way that you're going to learn about how you should be feeling without properly being told. Oh, you yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's it's so good. I love it. Hmm. That's really good. I had to listen to the adventure song. Goddamn. Yeah.
2: You should at least listen to Gra- er, uh, balance, because it's a solid. That balance fucking made me cry several times. So, like, holy shit.
0: That's what I hear about, specifically balance, and and amnesty. I watched a deep dive video on the Adventure Zone, it. Oh, that's that's it. Was that balance gets really good at the end?
2: Oh, like holy, holy shit! So balance starts out as the four of them not knowing what the fuck they're doing, perfect, and being like, mm-hmm. I swing my sword at him, and like it's very what the fuck is happening, we're kind of like they're talking about the rules that they eventually ignore for story times. So if you're like, strictler for D&D rules,
1: this is not your thing. To be fair, who the fuck is a stickler for D&D rules? <laughs> like, you're not enjoying the game if you are, I'm sorry. That's true.
0: Yeah, my, I've, in said deep dive video, probably the raddest thing I've ever heard about the Adventure Zone is this antagonist that is a sentient plane of, like, existence called yeah. The Hunger. And <laughs> fucking, yeah, dude, give me all that good Cosmic Horror Magnus Archive shit.
2: Oh, also a good
0: podcast. That's also a good podcast. But
1: I'm glad. I'll definitely, I'll definitely uh, get to that at some point.
2: <laughs> Same.
1: Fair enough. Are we? Did you just down. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> There's no way to prove that I dab. There's no way. It's,
0: it's true. We can't prove
1: it. <laughs> I plan If you would less.
0: like to see a video of Maggie dabbing, send an email to podcast, email, Gmail.com
1: <laughs> How are you going to fucking get a, a- Go ahead. Tell me. How are you going to get a, a video of me dabbing? Go ahead.
0: I'll put it on Twitter. If
1: you give us $50, <laughs> we'll email you directly. Yeah, if you- Listen, if you buy me- if you buy me dinner for a week, I will absolutely send you a video of myself dabbing.
0: Ma- Maggie, <laughs> where did where did these packages come from? They they just have American hundred dollar bills, so they might as well be bricks <laughs> of solid gold. What is this? What, mom? I have something important to tell you. I've I've been selling dabs to strangers on, <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like a slut. But- <laughs>
2: The money makers. Dabbing. <laughs> Gotta sign up for only dabs. Only dabs! That's so weird. Only bizarre. dabs!
1: That one's just funny. dabs. It's just dabs. That's so weird. Wow. Okay, well, Trucy, how has your week been? I assume it's Final Fantasy XIV, so, uh, Maggie, make a note. Bow, 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 bow. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome back to Trucy's little corner in Eorzea Mm
1: -hmm.
0: where me and my warrior of light, a plucky young deaf girl, Zayla by the name of Agatha of the Catean tribe has gotten married! (gasps) Oh! So cute! So, she's taken her partner's name, her partner being Chrysalix Cross, which is my partner's character. There is no in real life connection to their relationship forming. It was very organic and real and pure, and it was a good slow burn that took over the course of numerous in universe years wow. for them to realize their feelings for each other. And it's good.
2: It's beautiful. I'm so proud.
0: And the wedding was very very pretty, very nice. It's like a dungeon instance where you can have up to 80 people and each of the spouses has like 40 invitations to hand out. So when it was almost time for the wedding um, Louise just handed out a bunch of invitations to whoever wanted to get like the special wedding pet that you can get from attending a wedding. It's a little Moogle holding um like a bouquet of flowers it's like a little like bride's moogle and it's precious and there's a very beautiful cutscene of giving each other the rings and then they have a big anime kiss and then we all partied and danced in the venue and and then wearing our wedding dresses and tuxedos we all left to do raids and kill people in (laughs) pvp so it was pretty great (laughs)
2: The classic honeymoon.
0: Needless to say. You we also got um we got like a big white wedding chocobo that's like a two seater mount and there's a unique pose for when the two people are on the chocobo. It's like it's cute. It's cute. So you can ride off in at the sunset after your wedding.
2: aww
1: Yeah. It's adorable.
0: It's very very nice. And wholesome.
1: Very wholesome.
0: Happy pride.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, it's officially yeah. June. Happy Pride, everybody!
0: That wedding was scheduled on my real anniversary with my partner, so it was like two—it was like two parties in one day, and I was very tired by the end of it.
2: Oh, I'm oh sure. God.
0: Even though it was all virtual, it was nonetheless as exhausting as a physical event. <laughs>
2: God, social interaction is hard. I had to do laundry and like there was someone else in the <laughs> yeah. laundry mat and I'm like, damn, I hate this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's you ever like it, you're in an apartment like sometimes I'll just someone will walk into the elevator and I'll just pretend they don't exist and they'll try talking <laughs> to me and I just I'll just look the other way further.
1: Oh, see? <laughs> The way to circumvent that is you give them you smile at them and you give them like a little like and then you immediately zone <laughs> the fuck out. Like I've acknowledged you. Don't make any further contact with me, you son of a bitch. Like that's what yeah. that is. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah. See, what was very very handy as as a member of the deaf community just chilling with my pals and chatting in sign, and everyone just assumes we're all deaf,
1: hmm.
0: so I don't need to talk to anyone. Heyo. That's
1: a good way to get
0: out of it. Win win.
1: I taught my little brother a couple of signs when I was like really properly trying to learn it, uh, so that I didn't have to like. If I was just tired, I'd be like, and I'd like sign at him depending on, and. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's a very good skill
1: oh it's so it is the best thing that you could ever fucking do for yourself <laughs> holy shit if you at any point are like i'm a little introverted it's like yeah yeah learn how to sign <laughs> <You're sad. laughs>
0: yeah you'll have mornings where you're just too tired to like interact with people like i don't want to speak this morning so mm-hmm. don't and just use the sign language it's not hard it really isn't <laughs>
2: Yeah, and if you wanted to learn sign, for free, easy peasy, look up Bill Vicars on YouTube. And he has like 8,000 videos on how to sign. Completely
0: free. Hell yeah. That's the guy on LifePrint. Yeah, that's the dude. I know him.
2: I keep going back to his things every few months, meaning like get a refresher, because I can never stick to it long enough. But every now and then I'll poke back in.
0: And signing, Signing Savvy has a sign of the day. So what I do is I take that uh i take that link and i add it as like an app to my phone's home page so whenever i'm taking a shit or whatever i just tap the sign of the day button and kapow i learned a sign just like that
1: oh that's great i use duolingo on the toilet as well but it's for norwegians
0: oh.
2: fair i'm like I, I don't think don't think they have the sign language but they do have all the
1: others they do they have a bunch of other languages Hey, if you want to play Duolingo and compete against me, Mr. Treefingers, on all social media, uh, let's do it. I'll kick your ass. (laughs) Nobody's going to try to learn Norwegian as hard as I am. I'll kick your ass. (laughs) Um, Start a massive
0: competition. Welcome to Major League Gaming. We have Mr. Treefingers in competitive Duolingo Norwegian.
1: I am so fucking competitive (laughs) about the stupidest things. It's like, hey, do you want to play Smash? No, I don't. I absolutely don't want to do that do you want to play a sport never never in my life do i want to play a sport with you do you want to maybe talk about how you tried to cook something and i also tried to cook that thing but i used this much salt and less fat and i'm over here like oh it's a competition now oh what's that duolingo it's a competition now oh what's that you dyed your hair it's a competition now
2: amazing.
0: Anyway. Uh,
1: yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your meek maggie it was good. Let me tell you about a game that I played this week. Hmm. So, um, if you haven't played this game on Steam for a low low price of something, I'm not actually sure the price of. Um, <laughs> nice. Bear but- <laughs> <Fair laughs> okay, with me. I fucking love it. Um, detective Grimoire is a uh, is a point and click detec- uh, detective mystery game um, where you follow Detective Grimoire as he solves the story of Boggy's Bog. It's very cute it's so gorgeously stylized holy shit i love it so much i played this game for the first time out in 2015 okay i adore this game it is by sfb games uh they're the developer and the publisher all right it's a little indie studio you know that you know they got you know they got the good shit now i played that game back in the day and i fucking loved it it was my favorite thing i tweeted about it one of the very first tweets on my my goddamn twitter account adore that game adore that studio they do they do lord's work in 2019, they came out with a sequel for the Detective Grimoire series called Tangle Tower. And I, because I followed the developer, I was like, what the fuck is this? So I bought it immediately. The only game that I bought in recent years where I straight up just clicked purchase without even reading anymore and uh, haven't played it until this week. So I played it with my darling boyfriend. It is available on um, Switch. PC and Mac and Apple Arcade. So there's no excuse for you to not play it. Go fucking play this game. Holy (laughs) shit. The music is gorgeous. The characters are phenomenal. Like actual writing is good. Like the actual game, like the art design is phenomenal. Um, The story is genuinely fun because even when I was thinking, like, oh, I figured it out. This and this and this makes sense. This leads to this. I got it. I got it. I was still surprised with the twists. It was good. (laughs) It also continues the story of Detective Grimoire while also introducing uh, newer characters, different things. And then, the more you play the game, the more like achievements and steam unlocks that you get, the more you get to see all of their concept work. And they have little notes for everything. Every character has notes, every section of the game, every asset. They show you everything! And it's phenomenal! It's so good! I love this game. SFB has done it again. They're so good. Please check it out. And... The animations, all 2D animations for this beautiful 2D games, they are so well stylized. They're so well characterized. Ah, please play Tangle Tower for PC or Nintendo Switch. Fuck it, buy Nintendo Switch. Holy shit. Buy
2: it anywhere. It does look very cute. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. It. Oh, it's so
1: fucking good. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Also, I finished <laughs> Castlevania this week, so um, that was pretty good.
0: Oh, the, the show.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry yep yeah. this last season but the, the fight sequences are so fucking fire holy shit they're so good no fucking business I'm sorry what's that a muscular vampire babe and she puts on day armor and single handedly slaughters an army of like 15 people with uh, fucking cool ass camera shots and um, phenomenal like perspective changes the action is fire the actual choreography is beautiful Yes, thank you. Please.
0: (laughs) Women in armor has got to be one of my favorite genders.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: Just, just a good one.
1: It's just too good. Anyways, so that's been my wake. Um, Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about before we jump into news?
0: I've been playing a little bit more of Final Fantasy XII. Oh yeah. That game is not good. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not good. I but, I but I'm but i holding in there Just because Nicole Fantel's performance as Fran is amazing mm-hmm. And Balthier is just He's just a gay theater kid Who does I crimes with, with his massive lesbian best friend Same And like <laughs> and, and then they make you play as Vaughn This little piece of shit that no one cares about Oh my god and yeah. it's like, whatever, dude, get out. I don't care. Just let me play as these this group of 30-year-olds. Because when did we ever get that in Final Fantasy? Fair. Every yeah. character
1: in Final Fantasy series is 12 with a full beard and chiseled abs.
0: <laughs> and you're like- <laughs> They're Jojo characters. They're just all Jojos. <laughs> They're all Jojos. Would, would we be interested in maybe talking about- a fucking recipe!
1: Oh, <gasps> shit! Yeah, let's do it. I want to hear a recipe, Trucy. What you got? What, what's cooking in the oven? Because your girl's ready for the main course, but she'd love to know how it was made.
0: <laughs> now, this is something that you can do with a mug and a microwave. Do you know what I'm going to fucking talk about? Is it a microwave brownie or a microwave cookie or soup? It's a microwave brownie. Nice. Hey. So make sure that your fucking mug can go in the microwave first.
1: Make sure it's clean.
0: And then, yes. <laughs> also, <bad. and> that. <laughs> make sure to, Ma- Maggie coming in with clean your fucking dishes. You degenerate. Hot
2: tips, Ashley. <laughs>
0: Ashley.
2: <laughs> uh, ugh. I've seen
0: your sink. I
2: did do dishes today though, but uh. Little
1: wins.
0: (laughs) So, in a medium microwavable mug, roughly one cup measurement, you want to mix flour, cocoa powder, brown sugar, and salt. Just all in the mug. Fuck it.
2: Easy peasy.
0: And after you've mixed that, add milk, oil, and vanilla extract. Not too much, because that shit's powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. And mix together. But don't overmix. Maggie, how do you know if you're overmixing? For a brownie? Yes. If you if you overmix your brownie, it'll be, like, liquidy. Yes. So yeah, you still it want definitely. it to be, like, a fucking brownie consistency. Like, pasty, yeah. almost.
1: Um. Yeah, you should be able to stir your mug and be able to, like, pull the spoon out and still have, like, the residue, uh, like, stick. Like, there, there should be that little, like, blomp yeah it should be a glop
0: yeah a glop that's a good word for it (laughs) if you would like to use chocolate chips in your recipe you can mix them in so they so they're interspersed in your mixture and it's nice and microwave for one minute to 40 seconds to one minute 50 seconds or until it has risen and the batter doesn't look wet and this timing is based on the a twelve hundred watt microwave. So your timing might vary. Watch your fucking brownies.
2: <laughs> Does anyone know actually what watt their microwave is? It's
0: it's either a
2: strong one or it's not.
1: Like Actually we bought a microwave recently and you can change the wattage. Like it's one of the presets cool. when you set your shit to go. Wild.
0: Interesting. Anyways, serve warm with vanilla ice cream and enjoy!
2: <laughs> mandatory.
0: That's <laughs> mandatory. a microwave mug brownie. Delicious. Wow. Thank you for tuning into our food corner where we talk about the food. See, I told you what would happen. It just took 10 <laughs> just took 10 minutes and one full ass hour to get there. Game <laughs> course.
1: I think it's time that we take let me take these these plates. Let me let me take these these plates away from you. <laughs> and uh I'll 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 bring out the main course. (laughs) That fully work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That live fully work. Live, unscripted, fully work. Quality content. It's pride. You know what that means? What does it mean, Juicy? It means the gays are out. No way! (laughs) We're free. They've been awoken from their 12 year slumber. It's true. From the word <laughs> of God Himself, all gays are, are buried until <laughs> June, where they rise from their graves, oh my and God. finally, just for one month, are we real? Are we I can't seen? believe
1: gays are just
0: cicadas. <laughs> it's true. So, I would like to show you one of Pride Month's first video game train wrecks. Yep. Wow, are you are you fucking ready?
1: I'm never ready for a train wreck.
0: Injustice Two publisher Warner Brothers Ga- Warner Brothers Games has apologized for its tone deaf Pride Month challenge for oh, nice. the mobile version of the fighting game. Can you guess what the <laughs> fuck the, the mobile game event was? <laughs> A global challenge titled, Love Conquers All. <laughs> A pride celebration in which players must collectively beat the shit out of poison ivy. That's how you celebrate me, you just beat
1: the shit out of me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what says pride like beating the shit out of
0: gay people? Warner, Br- <laughs> Warner Brothers says, hey gamers. Would you like to beat the shit out of bisexual people? If you do it 500,000 times during Pride Month, if you beat the shit out of 500,000 fucking Poison Ivies, you can get the big prize. (laughs) Fucking who made this decision?
2: How, how, like, someone had to come up with this idea, but then it had to get, like, greenlit and, like, fucking happen, Like how did it get so far down the line that it actually became something to play for players to be like, actually, that's probably not the best idea. Like, how How did it get that far? Oh, my God. No,
0: shit. Like, the answer is simple. Mm-hmm. It's that Warner Brothers Games has no gay people <laughs> working there.
2: At least ones that have uh, a job that can actually put their opinion... Where it matters. Mm
0: -hmm. Quote, We recognize associating our latest global challenge with pride was insensitive and inappropriate, the developer said. Huh! Supporting a rainbow flag Twitter profile photo in a tweet (laughs) on Thursday. Real life violence against the LGBTQ plus community and women within that community in particular is all too common, and we should actively engage in efforts to end LGBT violence, not normalize it. We apologize to the greater community, but especially LGBT members. We are committed to listening and doing better. Okay, bud. Maybe you should (laughs) have, I don't know, not put out the global challenge that says, how many bi's can you kill? (laughs) In the span of a month, get that new high score to kill your gays. After all these <laughs> weeks,
1: Ashley, we're coming after you now. Oh shit! Holy go. shit! <laughs> Can I also just say how absolutely dare they make Poison Ivy the person that you? I-, I understand they're like, but she is the the gay. Um, she's also the hottest character. Like, are you dumb? True. What the fuck? It's
0: true. It's true. All right. Next on my news list, I have been rubbing my fingers in anticipation. Everybody who listens to this podcast has known of my hatred of video game writer David Cage. Ah. Um, the, the French-Canadian son-of-a-bitch human trash bag mm. that works for Quantic Dream. I have always known that he is a piece of shit that has done horrible crimes, mm-hmm. and nobody listened to me. <clears throat> oh. However, wow. developer Quantic Dream and two French publications, Le Monde and Media Part, seems to expose the studio and former David Cage's- oh, founder David C- I wish it was former. <laughs> founder David Cage's allegedly immor- <coughs> immoral business practices. This particular dispute dates back to early 2018, during which time the French outlets ran exposés detailing allegations of workplace toxicity at Quantic Dream. Specifically called attention to complaints filed by five ex-Quantic Dream employees in spring 2017, all of whom claimed that hundreds of Photoshop images of staff members had long been circulating within the company. The edited photos of staff reportedly bore sexist, homophobic, and racist overtones, with some even including Nazi symbolism. They apparently weren't all hidden away either. A number of the Photoshop pictures found their way in open spaces throughout the studio. Co CEOs David Cage and Guillaume de Fondomiel admitted to knowing about some photos but claimed they weren't aware of any offensive imagery. Despite de Fondomiel, acknowledging the photoshops in a 2017 email and referring to them as a mistake. The French publications additionally address other troubles reportedly plaguing Quantic Dream's work culture, namely offensive jokes, racism, unhealthy crunch practices, and even sexual misconduct allegations, prompting the studio to file defamation lawsuits. Okay, the union reports the French court held a trial for the defamation case on May 27 and 28, wherein David Cage and Guillaume testified. During the proceedings, Cage allegedly had a tearful breakdown about media interference and his attempt to defend his honor in court.
2: Mm. Jesus.
0: Solidaire's Informatique calls out the irony of Cage valuing honor, as the Detroit Become Human scribe has also been accused of publicly making statements, such as, quote, Anyway, in my games, all women are whores. Mm Mm-hmm you know. <laughs> Jesus. David Cage, man of honor.
1: <laughs> My favorite quote of his in public record is uh, we don't make games for the gays. And obviously he used a much less... Uh,
0: he he used the slur, yes. Oh,
1: of course he did.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yes, De, uh, Defondomier himself at one point asked the judge, I'm not under oath. So can I lie?
2: Um <laughs> Yeah. What? I uh, First of all, don't ask that. Just just just, just do the lie.
0: lie. <laughs> like um, uh, <laughs> fuck. It is fine. Also the um uh, one of the first like really yikes that he's done was in Beyond Two Souls didn't ask for consent to have so at the time Uh, he was known as Ellen Page, now he's Elliot Page, a Nova Scotian actor. It was David Cage not asking Elliot for his consent to have naked models in the game for a nude shower scene that he did not consent to then finding the models having been made anyways. So this was years ago, but it was at that point that I knew David Cage was a certified Creepazoid weirdo. Yeah,
1: that's fucked up. First off, that's horribly, like, that's way invasive. But also, like, yeah? I'm so sorry, like, poor poor Elliot Page, because even back then, he was still going through uh, his his gender transformation. So, like, fucking imagine. Holy shit, dude.
0: Yeah. Anyways, Elliot Page, we love you. You're yeah.
1: bad. Okay, it, <laughs> listen, I, I love and respect oh, you as a person. You. I still don't think you're a great actor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not impressed, dude. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm sorry.
2: me <laughs> be fair, your, your opinion is valid to yourself.
0: <laughs> it's just how I feel, dude. Just how I feel. So, yeah, fuck David Cage. And hey, if you think Detroit Become Human is good, then, I mean, that's just your opinion, man. But I'll never be able <laughs> to see past his fucking hand fisted let's have the black robot put the black lives matter fists on all the things. my game doesn't have any political messages in it, said David Cage. me, a privileged white man, am going to give this this deep civil war narrative about race and living as a marginalized person
1: while also abusing marginalized people while also abusing marginalized people. <laughs>
2: Good yeah. shit! Good shit! No, I must admit I do like the game. Uh uh to Become Human. It is a uh, I enjoyed the game. The actor, the main actor who plays Connor, Brian Deckart, and his wife, who's also an actor, uh, Amelia Deckart, they are the sweetest people. I follow them on Twitch. And oh my god, they're Aww. they're so cute. They do they do the games and they do like science fact readouts. And whenever they just go through, like, Wiki, they're adorable.
0: (laughs) That is really cute. Hell yeah. Every good thing about Detroit was done without Cage's knowledge. Oh yeah. All of them. (laughs) (sighs) Everything. That's the worst
2: part about things like this, where the people who are in charge of, like, 90% 90% of things are are the ones who are the fucking assholes, and then the people who are working on the games aren't, for the most part, that I know of. I don't know, people in the studio, but like, goddamn, can you not ruin it for
0: everyone, please? So, that's that's my news. Anyways, eat a thousand dicks, David Cage. David Cage. Suck <laughs> my or, like, fucking dick. More
1: like David Kegel these balls, eh? Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey all right anyways next news
1: <laughs> um did you know dragon fruits are actually a cactus and not a tree
2: so itch.io is having a indie bundle for Palestinian aid so yeah. until next Friday evening so by the time this comes out you still got some time to buy it and get it um they're doing a bundle where you can get over a thousand titles for five dollars um, Jesus. What? Yeah,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it's a
2: it's a grassroots indie uh, bundle by indie devs who want to help Palestinians. Uh, all profit from this bundle will be donated to the United Nations Relief and Work Agency. The UNRWA has provided food assistance for over one million Palestinians and continues to do so in the territories with heavy destruction. Uh, they also provide emergency mental and physical health protection during uh, for those in the region. So yeah, you can get a shit ton of games and I think like soundtracks and everything for a minimum of $5 you can also uh, chuck in a little more if you're feeling a little more generous. There are some uh, larger uh, indie titles that I know of uh, Mint is in there or not Mint, Minute, <laughs> sorry Oh fuck
0: um, yeah, Minute's awesome
2: <laughs> Yeah, Mint t- is also
1: uh, pretty good <laughs>
2: <with some cheese laughs> Mint is, is good. also very good, good flavor <laughs> but Minute is a an adventure game where you play it 60 seconds at a time it resets and you kind of have to play within that 60 seconds. There's also Piku Niku uh, which is
0: Niku, yeah.
2: Yeah, a puzzle Piku-niku. exploration game which is really cute. cute. There's Nog or Ganog, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's also a puzzle game where you like play with uh like 3D toys and you got to figure out the puzzles. <laughs> Anyways, there's also Grindstone which is a puzzle <laughs> adventure game where I think you have to like connect three in a row of like gemstones or whatever and you defeat uh, bosses and dungeon battles, things like that. And Calico which is a little uh, town building you have to build a cat cafe and fill it with cats and stuff. There's also, I was scrubbing through, a game called Hot Pot Panic <laughs> which is a game you about the struggle of having to have a conversation while also stuffing your face with food and I thought that was very
0: good. <laughs> Speaking of sus, have you seen that Among Us Chicken Nuggets bullshit?
1: Oh my fucking god, (laughs) yes. yes. How (laughs) much did it sell for? 18,000?
0: Oh dear god.
1: Sorry, for anybody uh, not in the loop, uh, here's a little quickie story news. An Among Us Chicken Nuggets sold on eBay for I believe the price was $99,997. Uh Yeah, it's sold for that. Not that it was put up as an offer for that. It sold for that. Just because it looked like a little Among Us baby. This perishable food item sold for a million dollars because it looked like a little sussy boy. Um, the internet is wild. Also, NFTs are dropping. A uh, study has shown that they have they've died out a lot. Uh, in this last month they're at all time low i believe 90 no sorry like 60% lower than they have been in the previous months which is uh nice yeah, thank god thank fucking god um oh sorry also sorry on the the topic of uh of bundles we'll move on to the next story in a second first did you know i'm palestinian did you know that
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you did. We're friends,
0: right? We're we're friends. I am the question? token. I am the token Chinese person. Mm. You are the token Palestinian, Mm-mm. and Ashley is white.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ashley's white. Um,
0: wow. <laughs> I know, right? So,
1: uh, to all of our viewers who maybe don't know, I am Palestinian, born of refugees so when ashley dumped this little indie bundle for palestinian aid into the discord server i like double-taked clicked it and immediately bought it for thirty dollars because um hey guess what <laughs> my people are dying hey um
0: yeah like like, like likewise my people are also dying mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm so uh yeah sorry anytime, anytime. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <I> <laughs> Ashley's mean. the one oh every week when we say you're she's coming for you Ashley's the one yep <laughs> sorry the point I was trying to make is that I am I'm very excited whenever I see uh any kind of notoriety or awareness brought to things of this nature because for my entire life I was told There is nothing I can do. Palestine is no longer a country and we're just doomed to be landless for the rest of your life. Don't tell people you're Palestinian because it's going to cause problems or they won't see you as a human anymore. That's literally the most fucking gross thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I didn't think about it. I just took it at face value for my whole life. So seeing things now blow up in the fucking mainstream news about, hey, uh, these are war crimes against real people. It is yeah. very yeah. important to me because it doesn't feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm screaming at a wall anymore. It feels like, hey, yeah, I've known about this for fucking my entire life. I have because I've I've literally had to listen to bedtime stories of first-hand accounts of the genocide of my family members. So I definitely get excited when it's like, hey, do you want to help support people who are dying unjustly? Here we go. So, um, thank you for bringing the story up, Ashley. I think it's very important. And if you do have $5, um, donate it to this fucking bundle. Put some fucking coin away to, you know, help people who are literally being killed indiscriminately. Children in the streets. People who are, have power for four hours a day. An employment rate of over 70% for adults and people. Just $5. Help people out. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. <laughs> On the topic of bundles, um, Steam is now offering a, uh, the ability for creators to work together to create bundles for themselves. So this way, you don't have to worry so much about whether or not Steam deems a specific set of games kind of work together. Now it is all curated by game developers and uh, game producers on the Steam platform. Um, it is a DAY collaborative bundles, but they do, uh, they do warn that you really gotta make sure that you trust the people that you are bundling your games with. Because whoever is in charge of that game bundle has full rights to change things without consent of the other team members. Um, whether it is the name, the removal of other games, the discount price, or price, the, uh, the royalties that each particular party is working on or that would receive etc but um yeah no the idea is that it, it cuts royalties you all agree its discount amount and everything that would go into it is all agreed upon by the game creators rather than steam so that's super cool um And it was inspired by itch.io bundles like this. So super great. Please go check out this itch.io bundle. And if you're a developer for Steam games, now you too can team up with your favorite buddies to make a game bundle just for your fans. Ayo.
2: Yeah, that's really cool. Like, if you have a game that you've made where it's like, oh, I think I match this style with this person really well, like people who've bought X game has also bought Y game, who's also bought my game. It's like, well, let's team up and create a bundle specifically for the people who are very interested in this genre or this art style or whatever. And you can actually do that without, you know, Steam's
1: interference. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's also like if just because like you set your game to be a visual novel, maybe it's actually a lot more than that, or maybe it's nothing at all. (laughs) And you want it to be paired with more things that are like, no story or strong female lead and they normally wouldn't now you can't now you can look over and be like hey let's put seduce me the otome with lucky rabbit and people will buy it those are both dating games by the way in case you didn't know Maggie's a degenerate just a thought (laughs) hooray (laughs) yeah I think hold on do we have any dessert Tris are you feeling like dessert today
0: oh my god I um no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I watched... Did I watch, like, any shows? I don't know. <laughs> a new episode of Conjin House came out.
1: Oh, and yeah! And Conjin's
0: grandma is buff as shit Holy and a real shit. bitch. <laughs> that was she so is...
1: fucking good. She is
0: good. Oh, oh my God. She puts Gino right in his fucking place. Calls him a weak baby bitch. It was so good. It's great. <laughs> oh, Conjin's
1: Congen House... dad
0: right in the face and said, Give me your fucking money. It's good. Kanjin House is so fucking good. If you don't know what conjun House is, just, just, just do it. <laughs> just watch all of it. You can do it in one sitting. I believe in you.
2: <laughs> Binge
0: watching is the House best. is peak. Peak house is Peak. Oh, I'd also like to plug. Um, I also want to plug. Not anime. But these are just YouTube channels I've Gosh. been into. Sean Woods on YouTube does Mouse Trap Mondays where he just reviews mouse traps in his <laughs> barn. Sometimes he does live catch traps. Sometimes he does kill traps. If he has like kill traps, he'll set a motion camera in his yard and just lay out the little mice bodies for the wildlife to snack on. And it's it's just pleasant, it's just real nice
2: the the death of mice is just real
0: pleasant. Well, not what? the death part. <laughs> it's just seeing contraptions being like, because he he goes very in depth in how the mouse trap is made, the mechanism that like hits the the whatcha who is it, and all right. the what yeah. I like yeah, seeing I see how, how things work and the little yeah, tiny bits and bobs. Good. Like there are some <laughs> amazing mouse traps that are just like, it's literally just drill holes in a bucket and then it's just it's just like a it's just like a long like uh paper towel roll basically that you have like a little bit bit of peanut butter on the middle and then it just rolls and that's like the most primitive most basic form of invention but it's a flawless mouse trap
1: i like that this is a video game podcast with a food based name where we sometimes yes, talk about random garbage, and Chusi right. brought in mouse traps for this
0: week's show-and-tell. So, um... <laughs> Alright,
1: well, uh, in that case, let's take a listener question. Let's get that check.
0: What piece of media do you wish you could experience all over again? One piece? That's number one. This is not in order of best to worst. Um... Just thinking of, like, my favorite ever video games, uh, probably Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time or Darkness, mm. because Jesus fucking one. Christ, that story is, like, really, really sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, eh, Don't name your partner after someone you know in real life. <laughs> Just a tip. Also, Mother 3. Mother 3 is a phenomenal game about bad things, that happened to good people. Fair. And it's just it's just a very nice Nintendo game about how the things that will turn your life upside down and ruin everything for you are things that you never could have ever foresaw. Fun times. It's great. <laughs> Mother 3 is phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's my 3. That's my 3 mystery dungeon one piece mother three
2: i have semantics about this um would this re-experience be from the same i guess mindset of when you did it because there's a lot of things i'd like to experience from my childhood but i know they would be shit doing them now for example i fucking loved like the original spider-man movie series Oh, but, sorry. like, it's absolute trash, because I fucking well, love Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to be a superhero, and it was a great child. But, like, if I re experienced that now, I'd be like, what the fuck garbage is this? Like.
0: <laughs> True.
2: So. But for for recent medias, I'd probably say Haiku, because, like.
0: Ah. Uh, the classic.
2: Such a good anime. Yeah. Fucking love it so much. Bringing that
1: back.
0: Actually, our <laughs> resident volleyball nerd.
1: I... <laughs> if you it's can go so... off about Final Fantasy fourteen every single fucking week, she can go <laughs> off about IQ every other episode. It's true.
0: That's You're true. allowed.
2: And it's funny how it worked out, because also volleyball was my sport in high school. Aww. It was a thing, and I'm like, I know how to do volleyball, except uh, our poor little team was absolute garbage, so like, we <laughs> we failed out of almost all the middle like, tournaments that we had, but... Haku... Well is like, wow, reminisce about volleyball.
1: That's <laughs> kind of cute. I like that. Yeah. Honestly, I think I would really like to relive through the um, the Silent Hill series. I would like to be able to relive pretty much every game, because it's all fucking fire. Um, <laughs> and it is. it is. It's so fucking good.
0: Brilliant.
1: Oh my god. Okay, not even a joke. I would love to relive PT. Oh, oh, yeah. I- mm. oh that That's was fair. so... That was so fucking good. One Piece as well is also the way to go. Um, uh, uh,
0: another last one that I just came to my mind. that I have specifically, ever since I played this game, I have been waiting for the day where the specific details of the plot leave my brain just so I can play it again. And that game is Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Interesting. If you have an iOS device... Or lit- a phone, like anything. It's there, and this game, it's like um, what's a Rube Goldberg machine? It's okay. like that, but like a puzzle. Every level
1: okay. of like <laughs> how
0: can you Rube Goldberg your way to to uh, solution, basically within the time limit, and the plot gets crazier and crazier, and it it's just batshit insane. To the point where you are binging the entire game all the way until like 5am in the morning because you just can't put the game down. And then you're done! And you wish there was more. One of the best video games you've ever played. And mind you that is next to Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Wow. Which is like, I I mean, you don't even need me to tell you how good that shit is.
2: (laughs) Really? I had no idea. (laughs) Please tell us more. Actually, jumping back, Taz, the Adventure Zone, I would re-listen to that fresh all over oh. again. Give me that good shit.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: That's fair. Hello? Oh, uh-oh, Trucy is officially gone from the podcast. I-, I couldn't handle talking about furries
1: anymore. The computer's <laughs> on Mac. They muted Trucy for me. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Ashley, you and I are going to have to answer this question to each other. <laughs> While Chusey's not here so that she doesn't get too excited about it.
2: Bleeding <laughs> in the background, you can hear her being like, no, please, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> please, I need to. This is the only thing I live for.
1: Um, <laughs> Alright, well, Ashley, what's your persona?
2: See, I honestly
1: uh, don't know because I've never thought about it <laughs> at all. Okay, let me ask you another question. Similar, like this is the same a- answer, I suppose. It's just a different way to ask it. If you, if you had to be an animal, what animal would you be?
2: I, in a way, yes, those are similar questions, but like, your, your furry animal is definitely a completely different experience of. Just what animal do you want to live as?
1: I, uh... I mean, is it? I feel like they're very sorry. Like, I mean, I don't mean what animal do you want to live as? I mean, like. What animal do you share the most qualities with?
2: No, I'm gonna say fox because I do have a hat with fox ears and the first thing Trucy ever said to me was like, are you a furry? When I was wearing that hat, so so I'll I'll go with fox. That's so good.
1: (laughs) She broke it out day one. I know. That's true Trucy fashion. What are you gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) It's great. She walks and kicks down
2: the door and goes, so what's your fursona? Um, A me, blessed
1: child at the time. What are you talking about? What is fursona (laughs) How can be and the mall? But um, a deer. Mm. Mm. Deers are very good. Yeah, I like the I like the clop hoofs. Clop (laughs) clop. Um. Yeah, those are very good. Well, Ashley said fox, and I said deer. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, Ashley did wear a fox hat, like, to school. We were
1: just talking about that exact instance.
0: <laughs> that's and why like, That's why I that's... said fox. <laughs> yeah. And you're a deer?
1: Yeah. You want to fight about it? <laughs> that's
0: so cute. I, I'm a bear dog, dog bear. Take what you will. Okay, let's do this one. Okay. You're having a Christmas dinner, and you get to, to invite three video game characters to your Christmas dinner. Who do you invite to have the best Christmas dinner? This is the point where... You can get out your bingo cards and fill out the the boxes that say trucy is a lesbian because this whole
1: time I had no I idea would
0: like, I would like to invite Sonic show.
1: Why does liking Sonic make you a lesbian? Go ahead. I want your I want your dissertation. Go
0: ahead. I was uh... I was like, "Oh no, I shouldn't have led with the lesbian thing," because the first thing that came in my mind was Sonic the <laughs> fucking hedgehog, and I'm like, "Wait, Sonic's not a lesbian." <laughs> Sonic identifies as a as a man, bo- hog, man boy hog. <laughs> Sonic the hedgehog, <clears throat> Isabel from Animal Crossing. Oh, not bad. And Bayonetta. Bayonetta. <laughs> Because I fucking love Bayonetta. <laughs> now, if I were to choose three to have the worst Christmas pr- pr- Christmas dinner, it would be Kirby.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty good. <laughs> it
0: would be. <laughs> Isaac would from be the Binding of Isaac. Toon <laughs> Link. What? Because look at him. He's <laughs> a fucking freak us away. And, um. The villager from Animal Crossing, you know oh, the, the one, one where that... people have had the beams of the serial killer face.
1: Oh yeah, it doesn't speak. Yeah. the
0: scares at you uncomfortably. Yeah, yeah. That's terrifying. And like, I get, I get enough of that at work, so don't want it at my Christmas dinner. No, no.
1: I like the idea that you that you just you just work with the villager from Animal Crossing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's my coworker. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. We've been going for, like, two hours.
1: Holy shit. Yeah, alright, fair enough. Um. (laughs) Fucking, I don't heckin' know. I'm fucking inviting, (laughs) I'm fucking inviting Simon Belmont, I'm fucking inviting Spyro the dragon and Cooking Mama so she can do all the cooking. I can hang (laughs) out with fucking Spyro and know that the house has been protected from Dracula. That's where I'm
0: sitting. (laughs) I don't think you'd like, I don't think you'd want to invite a fire-breathing dragon to your House.
1: Spyro the Dragon. He's not over here like pa pa. He's over here like I can't believe what's going on with those losers. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> what's
0: the- is this Sonic or Spyro?
1: Spyro and Sonic are basically the same character.
0: They are sunglasses, blue, yeah, hog. Yep, that's it. How did you know? <laughs> Spyro the Dragon, blue hog.
1: <laughs> Ashley, quickly, quickly.
2: Oh god.
0: Ugh. Quick, we're running out of life.
2: <laughs> uh, Madeline from Celeste. I think she'd be uh, really cute to hang out with. Cute. cute. Yeah. Um. Uh. May from Night in the Woods.
1: <gasps> Bad choice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what? Nah.
1: Of all the people you picked, May, not like Bay or fuck, I don't know. What's his name? The excited oh. one.
2: Yeah, he- actually, yeah, that one is a very much
1: better character. <laughs> yeah,
2: Ch- changed my mind. I don't remember his name, but...
1: Yes. I don't remember his name. He's the one I don't remember. I remember everybody else, though.
2: Yeah, a little flappy arm guy. Yeah. <laughs> very cute. Flappy and, arm guy. Uh, 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 Prince Sidon from Breath of the Wild.
1: That's yeah. pretty good. Ooh, actually, mm, fuck. I- ew, I- <laughs> I, ooh, I would get me some of that Prince Cyrus Hold
0: on. Um, hold on. Fuck Sonic the Hedgehog. Urbosa is in.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: Urbosa's coming to my fucking Christmas dinner.
1: See, the issue is, if I invite hot characters, I'm gonna spend all Christmas dinner, like, just making a puddle. Like, that's all I'm gonna fucking do. Yeah, we're
0: gonna have a big Christmas orgy. That's, that's what we were talking about here. I mean... That's a different question. I'm going to get in the pile with herbosa with Bayonetta, Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> Spyro the Dragon, Crash no! oh, Bandicoot, and 2B. Thank you very much for listening to the Hot Podcast. Holy we'll see shit. you all next week. Yeah.
1: Okay, check our description for all of the uh, things we've talked about today, as well as our socials. Oh. And uh, go home. Go home. Greg, Greg, that was his name. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Greg! Fuck <Nice. laughs> you, right? Oh, Greg was, like, Greg was fired. Yes.
0: Like playing in
1: the woods. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's, that's a very cool good one.
0: Have knife fights so cool. with your bro. Hell yeah, you yeah. can yeah. You to the knife fights in the woods. <laughs> <laughs>